0: I'm Lauren and I'm Austin
1: we're an interracial couple raising a biracial daughter and have regular conversations about the value of our different experiences and how we want to raise our child
0: we believe that God made people of different ethnicities for his glory alone but like many other things sin corrupts we have made a mockery out of what God meant to be good
1: and in comes racism a very real problem plaguing our hearts and minds and therefore invading systems of this world.
0: So we decided to hit the record button as we discuss race, division, unity, and how to live a life in opposition to this sin specifically.
1: We hope you'll join us as we dive head first into current topics, discuss ways to live a life against racism, and ultimately seek on earth as it is in heaven, a place that will be filled with people from every tribe, tongue, and nation.
0: You're listening to Grace and Race, a podcast about practicing anti-racism and promoting unity in families and communities. Hello, this is just Austin today. This is probably gonna feel weird for some, but this is still Grace and Race, you're at the right place. Uh, but we're doing a special shout out for MLK Day. It's Monday and we're all here on the 18th of January, 2021, really wanting to use today as an intentional tool. Today should not just be about inspiration, but it should also be about education. And the reason why I say that is there are so many things that happen on a typical MLK, MLK Day. And it's actually keeping um, people from seeing a bigger story, uh, a, a bigger uh, reality in our country. And so there are three things that I want to challenge listeners today, especially Christians, to consider. And I, I want to start with this. We always hear the scripture, iron sharpens iron, right? We always hear that. And for some reason, it's only applied when two <laughs> Christians agree on something and they're just helping each other out with like wisdom in life hey I know it can apply in that situation but if you actually think about it iron sharpening iron spike sparks are probably going to (laughs) fly right there's friction there's tension and that's okay but here's the beautiful thing when we come out of it we're going to be sharper we're going to be better at what God created us to be and so iron sharpening iron can't be this pat on the back scripture but not also the scripture where we challenge and we press on each other and we push each other not hopes of tearing each other down but to make us even more complete right and that's what we're doing especially on this podcast so our hope our prayer for the believers that are listening to this is that you feel the sparks that you feel some sharpening you feel some friction but you also understand we're not here to attack you we're here to lift you up and sometimes lifting people up is different in different ways it's not always just praising you sometimes lifting you up is is showing you and and imploring you to sink your teeth into gospel truths that might be difficult for your flesh right we all have different sins all have different struggles um different blind spots if you will right and so we need different members of the body to show us and say hey brother we can be strong in this area here. Here's some things that I do. Or, hey, sister, here's some areas right here. This is what I do. We can help each other. There are certain things that I don't take nearly as seriously as I should. I'm going to admit that as a flawed believer. There are things I don't take as seriously as I should as a Christian. And I need, I need brothers and sisters to show me, hey, this is this actually matters. This is a big deal. I need that. And, and you need it too. And so we can't be in this place of pride. Um, where we're not willing to listen to someone, uh, even if it stings, right? We don't want to rebuke, you know, people who are calling for a deeper love, calling um, for a a love that would reflect their relationship with God and also what it's supposed to be with mankind. So that's how I kind of want to open today. Just have that in the backdrop. There are three main points that I really want to hit home. um, And this is really to anybody. But I'm definitely going to call out Christians because I am a Christian and Paul said it best, right? Who We're supposed to judge inside the church, right? Not outside. Um, we're supposed to hold each other to a high standard. And so that's what I want to do today faithfully in love. So the three things that I'm going to say today is please do not call for peace unless justice is a priority. If justice is a priority to you, then you can call for peace. If justice is not a priority, then you should not be calling for peace. It's actually backwards. Number two, do not take MLK quotes out of context. Um, Especially, especially if you don't find yourself standing up for racial justice, right? If you're typically the person who's against that, do not take his quotes out of context today. Number three, don't believe the lie that you would have loved MLK and you would have just adored him, and you would have told your kids that he's an awesome man, don't believe that lie, because it it could very well be a lie, it could be true, so I don't want to sit here and say everybody falls in this category, but if you're listening to this, just pause, before you go there, just pause and think, are you sure, would you really advocate that he was just a good Christian man, Uh, the way that you do it once a year, right, if you really dig into what he was talking about so let's go at the top do not call for peace so when we look at psalm i believe it's 89 14 correct me if i'm wrong i believe it says that righteousness and justice is actually the foundation of god's throne that's amazing righteousness and justice it's the foundation of his throne right and so we know that when there's injustice we should never be at peace with injustice God never calls us to be at peace with injustice. He never does that. He says, have peace in him in the midst of it he says have peace in him while the world is going awry and while things are going crazy around us but he never calls us to be cozying up to injustice never especially when you read the old testament when you saw that the nation of israel was being judged by god and he allowed other nations to come in and take control and hold them in exile what was one of the consistent themes they weren't valuing justice they didn't take justice seriously They will allow the poor. They will allow um, what you would consider the least of these in the community to be abused, to be taken advantage of. And they weren't stepping up in the name of God to cease it. So you got to understand if you're always out here calling people for peace, but you're never talking about justice. Please pray. Please reflect. There's something grossly wrong about that. Telling people to to forgive and to forgive, forgive without restoration. That is very problematic. That is very troublesome. Um, I and I, this trigger warning. I really hope this doesn't apply to anyone listening. But it it's you got to understand, black people in America, we have an abusive relationship with America, right? And anybody who's been in an abusive relationship, that doesn't mean every moment is bad. There are some highlights. There are some days that feels like, hey, this this might be okay. It might work out. It might get better and then it doesn't, and it's heartbreaking, and it's sad, and it's, you know, it's disgusting how humans are treated. We have a similar experience, right, as a nation. Um, We, there are times where it feels like, oh my goodness, black people, we took two steps forward, you know, and then you hear about things, it's like, oh my goodness, what just happened? Just went backwards, right? It feels very abusive in a lot of ways, and so because of that, because of that you would never call for someone being abused hey just forgive just forgive just forgive that's not the bottom line the bottom line is how can i restore you right obviously forgiveness we want that to be a part of it that's a huge component of it especially as a believer but we need to be seeking justice right you don't just forgive without seeking justice because justice and righteousness is the foundation of god's throne are you are you with me stay with me those have to be a priority if you are saying forgive those have to be a priority now if the person doing harm doesn't want to ask for forgiveness obviously we st- we don't say well they didn't ask for it so we're just gonna hold it from them. that's not what christ calls us to we, st- we still give it but we pursue justice we pursue restoration that is a heavy pursuit and i think some of us want the peace without the justice and that is very sad and that's antithetical to the gospel right that's very very backwards Right. Uh, we don't have peace with God, guys, without the justice, without Jesus dying. There is no peace with God. We don't get to buddy, buddy up with him. Oh, he's my friend. He's my brother. He's my king. He's my this, this, that. You know why we say that is because it is finished <laughs> because to the less die, because God did the work to restore us. That's why we can have peace with God. It's not because peace comes first and then later. He's gonna, um, make everything just no, 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 no. He died in our place. He made sure justice was taken care of. And what's crazy is justice was taken care of. And even afterwards there wasn't peace in certain situations. So justice has to be important to you. Believer don't just post on MLK day about peace post about justice. Um, and and please be genuine in those postings. So then when you go to number two, take MLK quotes, um, Into context, put them into context. Don't pick a quote that doesn't make sense, especially to the way that you typically post or move, because your love won't be seen as genuine. Don't post, I have a dream, and only post the part about not judging, you know, a person on the color, but the content of the character. Don't post that, right? Unless you know the more broader context. And, and I, the reason why I say that is you're actually going to upset people. You're actually going to hurt your witness when you're trying to te- use MLK to shut people up and to tell them to stop complaining and stop writing and stop doing this and stop, stop, stop trying to tell people this is how you ought to act. Right. You got to be careful of that it's not going to help you. It's going to hurt your potential relationships. It's going to hurt your building. Um, don't do that. Understand that MLK was talking about police brutality. So if every time a black person who's unarmed gets killed by police and you've put up Blue Lives Matter and then you post about the content and character, do you think that's supposed to hit over well? It won't. It won't. It's going to say, wait a second. You're okay with black people who are unarmed dying without any repercussions? Some of them not even going to court. You're okay with that. And then you're telling us to not hate. (laughs) It's backwards. It's wrong. So you got to be able to check yourself, and you got to be able to realize that, like, what am I doing? What am I advocating for here? Um, there is a term you probably all have heard if you haven't. It's called whitewashing, and it's when you take something that happened in history and you make it more palatable or easier to understand or um, easier to believe in and promote from a white person's perspective. And that happens to MLK every year, and it's sad. A lot of his quotes are whitewashed. I tell people, like, um. Uh, I don't know like you know he was really really against police brutality right like if he was here today he would be still advocating for police brutality to cease to be over right I'm like y'all know he was advocating for reparations (laughs) and you already don't like affirmative action (laughs) so reparations I have a feeling you probably don't want that conversation either it's like be careful be very careful of posting things outside of context um understanding that mlk it's so easy to think about all the love and oh my goodness he was so sweet y'all think about the violence think about all the death threats think about all the uh the attempts on his life not just threats the attempts on his life he wasn't advocating for violence at all and yet he was met with the most the most inhumane violence sitting at a restaurant getting glasses slammed over your head getting punched in your mouth praying on a street walking in a street getting kicked down thrown into the prison you have to you have to put yourself there guys don't don't just take the sweet parts of history and then ignore the bad the bad is what's going to help us keep that from happening or any repercussions or effects from that happening right because we know we know it's not the same right now, praise be to God, but we can't take that as a victory in itself. We also need to realize, dang, that should have never happened in the first place. <laughs> we can't just look at it like, we're an amazing nation because we don't do that anymore. Well, that's why we say it's a flawed, because it did happen. And we have to do better. And if there are any, any twinkling or potential, potential repercussions from intense, overt racism like that, we have to nip it in the bud have to cut it off right now so i I want you guys to to process that and then the third thing is don't believe the lie that you would have loved mlk please don't believe the lie please 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 now some of you are listening like no i really would have and i did and i did support him okay great then i'm not talking to you and that's a great thing about this podcast is like if i'm not talking to you right now you know and if i am you know and that's fine that's fine we're believers we know we're sinful we know we're flawed we should be able to admit fault and admit when we're wrong faster than anybody else in the universe it shouldn't be close <laughs> that's why. that's what i get i honestly get uncomfortable when people start calling me a good person sometimes i'm like like i know the scriptures it's like no 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 i know my sin my wife knows my sin like no no And I get it. You're trying to be sweet, you're trying to be kind, and you're probably comparing me to other humans. Okay, great. But God is comparing us to him. He's not comparing us to other humans. So if you feel beat down, like even already, just listening to this, like convicted, it's okay. Pause, pray. It's okay to cry. It's okay to process. It's okay to hey, some of you know have my number. Call me. (laughs) Call me or text me and message me and I'll walk you through it. But that's okay. That's fine. That's okay. You're fine. You're fine um, God's love is still there. He's still, he's calling you to a deeper love. So it's okay if this is a lie right now. Um, you can back away from it and come back later. Okay. Just make sure you come back, but just come back later. And so one thing I want you to do, if it's a lie, please be careful. So it's so funny. I'm pretty sure I saw a picture of like Bernie Sanders marching with MLK a long time ago. And I'm like, man, this dude's been around longer than I thought. And, and he's been very consistent on a lot of his beliefs. Uh, not everything right because humans change and some humans should change right there's some things we should not be holding to uh, that we had a long time ago but i just thought about it like man mlk for a lot of people would be this liberal marxist um <laughs> communist uh what a you know uh, what do they call it um, lib- lib- liberation gospel i don't even know i all the terms you know CRT critical race all the buzzwords y'all he would probably be seen that way for a lot of you listening and that's not good that's sad Um, especially if you're going to try to celebrate him today uh, knowing that there's a great chance that you would be one of the people speaking out against what he was doing and again, I'm not saying you would have spoke out against him saying, let's love each other or let's, you know, but him actively taking steps, trying to practically change our country. Um, there's a great chance you would have been against him. And so that's something to process today. and be like, oh, my goodness. And to understand a lot of that isn't your fault. A lot of it is something you've been taught, whether it's directly from a person, whether it's from media, whether it's from government like they're like, you got to understand, guys. You can't bear the weight of racism on your shoulders if you're a white listener right now. You can't because it's not all on you. It's something so much bigger. Now, you have a role to play into stopping it and to be an agent of help instead of harm. But you can't put this weird burden like, oh, my goodness, it's all happening because of you. No, it's not. If you were to pass away tragically and and you're gone, it can still continue it's not all on you. That's a lie. And I think, I think the devil really pushes that because that's one of my biggest calls with white guilt. Now I understand some believers use white guilt as like white conviction and they're just using that as a, you know, synonym, which I respect that and I get that and I'm not dissing that. What I'm saying is people who really think you should be guilty for being white. Like you really, you're guilty. I'm like, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Read the scriptures. That's not what it says. That's not what the text says. Um, none of us should be guilty for whatever race we have none because God actually chose that for us and so we ought to be thankful to God for where he places and understand he's trying to do an eternal work in our specific demographics you know so as a black man in America in 2020 God is doing eternal purposes in people's lives through me I believe that and I see it in the scriptures I see it anecdotally this the way that I you know my life is the way I move I can see God's hand Um, in all of it and so you got to understand he's working in you too as a white person in 2020 and so don't beat yourself up for that at any point please that's actually disrespecting God the thing is you have to look at what you might be complicit in what you might be aiding what you might be active in and repent and say God okay is there prejudice here that I didn't know is there am I holding people to a different standard y'all we just saw the nation's capital get attacked and I saw white Christians who were saying, "Oh, you know, it's okay. It's not. It's not that big of a deal." Some laugh. Some put "lol" on Facebook. This is crazy. "lol." I said, "But when Kaepernick kneeled, you wanted to hang him. You don't see. You don't see it. When he kneeled, it was so wrong. When 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 MLK was walking in the streets praying, he got the water hose on him and attacked dogs. Are, do y'all not see it? And so y'all, we gotta come to this place where we can be honest and say, "Oh goodness, I think there might be a double standard." Even if you don't feel that double standard and you're not actively causing, you can see the double standard. It exists. And so, um, again, we today was just more so of a breakdown of three main points. I really, really, really want y'all to process um, seeking justice, righteousness, um, letting that be the goal. Um, and so their peace can come from that right we should should never be at peace with injustice or unrighteousness never Uh, god doesn't call to that us to that once and if you find that scripture then please send it to me Uh, but i can't find it Uh, do not take mlk quotes out of context today please it's okay to even delete something if you if you listen to this you're like ooh, i probably didn't post that with the right intentions that's okay to delete say i'm gonna do better next time that's okay that's fine you're free to do that in Christ um so so do that just being careful of changing someone's words and making it seem like we really really loved them. I think um Russell Moore said something on that I think he did at the MLK 50 conference I'm pretty sure he preached on this it was so powerful y'all need to look that up MLK 50 conference Russell Moore powerful sermon Um, He equates uh, some of that to the same language used for the prophets, how, you know, the religious elite was like, yeah, we love the prophets. You know, they're there is awesome. But they would have been the ones stoning him, uh, stoning them, killing them uh, for preaching God's truth, because it just cut too deeply. It it was cutting off systems of power. It was hitting them emotionally and spiritually in places where they knew uh, they were doing wrong. And just like the spirit of Cain. Uh, instead of repenting and going to God and saying, "I'm sorry, restore me, you'd rather kill your brother so um it was very powerful, very powerful, and then the last point is uh don't just believe the lie that you would have just loved him, okay, and you would have just been the best friends with him and saw eye to eye, so a lot of things you probably would have disagreed with him on and and fought him against that were good things that he was pursuing, and so just I just hope that this was helpful today um Again, if it's too much at any point, just back away, pray, process, journal. I mean, there's a lot of things you can call me, text me. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things you can do, but we we don't want you to feel condemned and like, okay, it's over. You messed up. That's not what grace and race is. The whole point of grace is God empowers us, right, to go out um, and to experience his love and not only for ourselves, but to pass it on to others and we're doing this specifically in race uh, in america so hopefully this is helpful it's just me today if you didn't notice (laughs) uh uh, lauren's not jumping on later sadly Uh, but i just had some thoughts on one to let you guys know we should have another episode this week Uh, but if not hopefully this would suffice Uh, love you guys thank you so much for all the positive encouragement and feedback it's been crazy like god's been using it at crazy times just affirming um the things that we're saying and um i understand this is not easy at all but it's so worth it and there's a deeper love and i'm just so excited seeing so many of my white brothers and sisters pursuing that love and wanting that love and it's just so refreshing so we love y'all pray for y'all more than you know and uh, god bless peace
1: thanks so much for listening to grace and race We hope you enjoyed our conversation and also took away some points so that you too can better commit to practicing anti-racism in your own family and community.
0: If you want to stay updated on episodes and join further conversations, head to laurengroves.me backslash join our list. That's laurengroves.me backslash join our list to join our email list.
1: You can also follow us on Instagram at Lauren two underscores Groves, or Groves8070 to stay updated with our family and join conversations on our public platforms.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll chat with you again soon.